This is the Alan and Carly podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Um, I'm tired. There you go. There's some real chat. Wow, you were partying last night on a school night. I was. Night. Uh, yeah, so we, talk, we talked about, I don't know if I was going to make the podcast, but we talked about um, Darren Hayes, went to see him and Bachelor Girl mm. was supporting and geez, all morning I've just been like cranking 24 seconds of permission to shine from Bachelor Girl and I'm not even sorry. That's the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> you are tired. Yeah. Um, we have Psychic Allison on yeah. the show, Allison Maiden, and um, I, I don't know if she's got like some shares in Lottery West, but apparently a lot yeah. of people are winning. And Alan, you recently had a win. I did. I'll tell you what, Pushing the Shine is my second favourite song this week uh, because uh, the other radio station, you may have heard of them, uh, they have a lot of J's in their name. Uh, they run their um, Hottest 100 competition. Mm. And I uh, I put money on it because we got I got a tip from someone in the office. Her son is like right into it, does an Excel document, all the sort of blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I ended up winning like nearly 200 bucks. What? From picking the winner. I picked it all the way back in like, it was during Tour Obscure. We were sitting at the Froth Brewery when she was making these calls and maybe I had a couple of beers. And, uh, and I was just like, hey, I'll put 100 bucks on that right now. You put $100 on it. I, I've got to be honest, like it's sitting there where you can't touch it. It's sitting there in this kind of weird zone of like waiting for the bet to come through. I regretted it. <laughs> but then it won and I'm like, I don't regret anything. So, no, the thing you, is, Bloom. they say you only bet what you're willing to lose. You yeah. were willing to lose a hundred bucks. No, no, drunk Alan was a little bit oh, more willing okay, than yeah, sober fair. Alan. Sober Alan was yeah. a little bit like you could have done fifty. Uh, yeah, no, fifty, like fifty bucks. I don't mind losing fifty bucks. On, well, if you think you're on a sure thing, you know, that's what they all say, and it never is. Well, everyone's got a system. So thank you very much, Flume and uh, Mayor. It was, uh, but wasn't he yeah. like the clear favourite? Well. Not when you put the money on. Not when I, I put the money on. Yeah, it was paying. I think just under three bucks, and then to, well, it was actually the second favorite uh. as well. Because the day of, I'm like, oh god, like how is this even going to go? And it was the second favorite. I'm like, well, I've lost my money. What's like the weirdest thing you can bet on at Gamble the moment? responsibly, by the way. Gamble responsibly. Because yeah, yeah. at the moment, we've got all you the TV shows. On, you can bet on pro wrestling, which is insane to me because it's, you know, wrestling is predetermined. And it's fake. And you're going to say that word. I'm not going to bite because I know what you're trying to do. But it's predetermined, which means that if a writer has the script of who wins and who loses, they can just leak that to any sport bet yeah. agency. It's, so just bet the favourites is my advice. If you ever doing that, gamble responsibly. Well, you know, it's an interesting point you bring that up because we've seen a lot of like betting around The Bachelor and the yeah, winners and yeah. things like that. And as we know, like it's all pre-recorded. It's all pre-recorded. People would know these things. People are in crew, like they might tell an mm-hmm. aunt that lives in Darwin. You Absolutely. know, like yeah. How do they? Yeah. How do they? It's lock about all as that real as boxing. <laughs> Another predetermined thing. I wonder at the moment because we've got maths, we've got Australian Survival. Idol, Survivor. I wonder if any bets are going on with those. They are. There are absolutely. There are. Do you want to play some bets? Do you know anyone on the shows? No. Maybe that's what we need to ask them when we interview them. Give us a tip. Mm. All right. We'll do it off air. We'll do it off air. That's a good chat. All right. Well, enjoy the podcast. Oh, wait. Do it off a box. <laughs> What's the letter? Oh, yeah. E for echo. Okay. And answer? Um, name a palindrome. That begins and starts with the same letter. Yeah. Uh, I. Yeah. Bang. That's how you do it. Enjoy well, the podcast. Ask... <laughs> you. Oh, yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, yesterday I just went uh, for a casual Rolex shop, as you do. Now, you, you mentioned this in the mm. office uh, yesterday, and yeah, I'll admit I was surprised, mainly because <laughs> we're on the same income. So I was like, <laughs> "Are you planning not to eat for half this year?" Like, because they start about five grand normally for a guy's um, Rolex. They start at six thousand dollars. Six thousand dollars. It's like yeah. my body is repulsed yeah, by that, was that emotional price. For you, I could hear that. Um, six 
They go up to around $75,000. So if you can average out somewhere between there, it is definitely not in my price point. Just start at the six. It's not at my price point. It's $6,000. never going to happen. But anyway, my husband, Russ, has always joked that that's his dream in life is to own a Rolex. Okay. And then when I saw not the to opp- marry and be happy and have a dog family. Just, no, just no, no. Why would yeah, you base sure. your life on such frivolous things? So true. So true. Um, no, so. And also Lord Russell, your <laughs> husband, by the way. Exactly. The yep. title fits the watch. Yep. Yep. Um, so I came across an opportunity to maybe secure one for him. How are you going to do that? Oh, something dodgy. <laughs> I wouldn't be talking about it on air if it was. I reckon you would. Um, <laughs> Good content. You know, I know you're in trouble here, but honestly, the name's out of it. So. I'm part of a Facebook group and it's basically op shop finds. So what people will do is they'll put um, posts up of things on the op shop that they've left that they think other people might like. Okay, that's cool. So, Like if when shoes aren't the right size for someone, and yes, they're like, but they're designer shoes. They'll be or, like, hey, this is at this shop if you want to go get that's it. That's cool. That's cool. What's the yeah. group called so I can join it? What's it's like it? op shop finds or something. I'm kidding. I'm never going to an op shop. They smell like pee. <laughs> um, but anyway, I saw that someone had posted in that group a bunch of watches and said, hey, there's all these new watches that have just dropped at this op shop. A, a local watchmaker has offered to fix them for free. They're all working and they're in. Oh, that's cool. And, and I'm looking at the watches and right in the middle, I spot a Rolex watch. That's, and I'm okay. like, no way. So I zoom in on it. Yeah. And it's an Oyster Rolex watch. Now, if anyone knows, this was a foreign concept to me till yeah, yeah, yeah. Russell made me sit down and talk about this boring topic one day. But yeah. apparently that is like the creme de la creme of Rolexes. An Oyster. An Oyster. Why is it called an Oyster? I don't know. Okay, I yeah, wasn't right. Sorry, you're the wrong person to talk to. Um, but anyway, it's like the one you want. It's the most sought after. So straight after work yesterday, I got in the car and I headed straight to this op shop because Excellent. I thought, at worst, it's a fake, but it's a good fake and Russell gets his Rolex tick. Yep, absolutely. Um, I also worried that someone in the op shop, because you know how they're becoming more savvy with brands, might know the value of it and it's way above my price That's point. That's been happening lately. You go yeah. into an op shop and it used to be just like a just a mess of stuff and you yeah. go through and try and find. Now everything's hanging up and yet the, the good stuff is at the front and they price it like, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's going to a good cause most of the time, but still, it's like, what are you doing? I'm trying yeah. to get a steal here, guys. Or I also worried that it was like a really obvious, terrible fake. So anyway, I get to the op shop. I spot all the watches and it's not there. Oh, of course. And I'm like, oh, of course. Yeah. And then I say to the lady behind the counter, oh, the Rolex isn't there. And she goes, oh, it's under the counter. Oh, they know. And she pulls it out of this bag mm-hmm. and I look at it I and it a is a gr- bag. <laughs> Just a plastic bag. Oh, okay. and it- <laughs> so I'm thinking, good, they don't know the value yeah, of this that's good, thing. that's good, yeah. And I look at it and I think this is a great fake. It's clearly a fake. Oh, how do you know it's a fake? Because when Twelve. I turned it over, it said stainless steel. But uh, the price point on it was 15 bucks. I'm like, price is right. Yeah. I am ringing this thing up. Like, Absolutely. even though it's a fake, like it's a great fake. Russell yep. gets his Rolex, achieves his life dream. Yeah. So anyway, then the lady goes, oh, you're the lady that just called. I put it behind the counter for you. Oh, that's a moment that you, oh, oh now this is, mm. now famously on the show, you once tried to pay off a kid so you could buy a chair that the mum couldn't get. You try to bribe a kid. You, when yeah. it comes to getting a bargain. Now, think about my moral dilemma. Well, I just I think about fulfill- your morals in general. A lot of time they're not there. <laughs> I can fulfill my husband's lifetime wish. Yeah. Or I can maybe do something a little questionable and there's someone that I'll never meet that's annoyed. So show me the Rolex. I, I said, no, that wasn't me. Actually, I didn't. A guy's like, uh, no, she's driving from across town. She wouldn't have got here yet. I don't think you're the lady that called, so I didn't get it. So you didn't even admit it? 
Were you going to take it? There was a moment, but I didn't even get that moment to make that moral judgment. That guy made it for me and called no, me you out. you should have already made the moral judgment, mate. <laughs> but anyway, sorry, Russell, no Rolex for you. Yeah, and no good wife, bucks. it sounds like, either, to be honest with you. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, this is where I test your pop culture knowledge. Which... Famously, I, I I have little bits, but I have plenty of black holes here where I just know nothing. Kardashians, I don't know anything. I mix up their names all the time. Well, you've weirdly done okay so far. Two for two. Two for two. Yeah. Um, this one, I've upped the game a little bit. This yep. is going to be hard, I feel. So okay. I am going to get you to, in order of from most watched to least watched, name which show had the biggest finale, like as in the biggest viewership. Oh, their last episode ever, the biggest yeah. viewership. Okay, okay. Okay, so it's Friends, which their finale aired May 6, 2004. Okay. Um, the Seinfeld. <laughs> Uh, their finale aired May 14th, 1998. That long ago? Mm. Wow. Okay. I know. That feels like a long time ago, doesn't it? It does. Uh, Versus MASH. Well, this show's old. So that finale aired in February 28th in 1983. When I hear this, I instantly think, oh, no, I missed The Simpsons. <laughs> After school, it was yeah. always on. It was on like when we were right around Simpsons time on Channel 10. Um, so, obviously, these are some of the most popular finales ever. So, you've Absolutely. got to order which one you think was the most watched to least um, watched. Jeez, they're all juggernauts, aren't they? MASH they was all, the absolutely. biggest thing in the world. Seinfeld and was. So, the MASH one, Friends. to put in perspective, was a two-hour finale. That's a and long finale. And for back in the day, that, yeah. that's like a movie like It is a movie. Um, but it did run for a while. Okay. Mm. So, Friends, Seinfeld, MASH. Oh, yep. geez. They're all massive shows. This is a hard one. You're right. It is very hard. Is there much in it between it, to be honest? Um, One is obvious. Like, the first one is obvious. Oh, well, I really, so I'm struggling. They're then. all in the high millions of right. viewership. Okay. All right. This is where my brain's going. I remember news coming around the Seinfeld. I mean, Seinfeld was probably the most disappointing finale. I do remember that. That's yes. Di- but I think it was so disappointing because so many people watched it in anticipation for the big they end. They were in the jail cell. Yeah. And Seinfeld never cancelled it. He decided, Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David decided to end it on their own terms. So it was probably in its peak when they decided to wrap it up. So I'm going to go Seinfeld first for the most watched okay, finale. Yep. Then I'm thinking... MASH, because it was just an institution for people. It was just a way of life <laughs> at one point. And then I'm going Friends, which seems weird, but I just, I just, Friends ran for a while. I don't think it got crap or anything, but I just feel like it ran a while. And then when it f- finished up, still well watched. Okay. That's my mindset. All okay. right. Seinfeld, MASH, then Friends. Okay. So can confirm in third place, Friends was watched by 52.5 million people. And that was third place. I got that third right. Third place. Got Bang. that right. Love it, love it. All right, so it's between Seinfeld and MASH. I said Seinfeld number one. In second place. Oh, come on. Tell me about this. Is yeah. Seinfeld, ah. who was watched by 76.3 million people, which means that at number one, watched by 105 million people, MASH was the most watched TV finale of all time. In fact... Wow. Uh, the episode was the most watched television event ever until 2010 when the Super Bowl overtook it with 106.5 million viewers. Jeez. Isn't that crazy that it still holds up to this day yeah. as the most viewed? Like, yeah, that's that's very crazy. Crazy. 
And it's like, I didn't really love the show either. Neither so I'm, I. I'm like double offended. I think it was a little bit before our time. Yeah. Just a bit. Just a bit. Jeez. Oh, I was willing to keep a hot streak going on. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't the worst, but yeah. That was tough, though. Because, that was tough. Yeah, they were all huge finales. Carly, I have many a passion that I bring to the show. Pro wrestling, comedy, puzzles, um, charity. <laughs> charity? <laughs> All right, yeah, you got That's me. That's a you new got one. Me. You got me, you got me. Uh, but puzzles is definitely a big part of my life. We competed uh, last year in a puzzle Six, competition. Are we 69th in the no, state? No, no, 68th. Because oh, 68th. it was so close to being nice, uh, but we were 68th <laughs> in the state uh, for duos in, um, in WA, which is cool. It was a nice little thing to put on the resume. Well, it's on mine. Um, and so, you know, keen puzzle guy. Uh, I'm actually official member of the AJPA, which is the Australian Jigsaw Puzzle Association. I uh, pay my yearly membership. Um, I did. What does a membership go for that? Uh, out of curiosity? Like 60 bucks, something like that, you know? And you get like discounts on puzzles, like at Games World and things. And you also um, get to learn all about the puzzle news in the world, uh, which turns out not a lot out there. Oh, surprising. <laughs> it's, a, it's a three monthly newsletter. Anyway, um, so part of that, but also put you in the run to get flights and accommodation to the Puzzle Expo in the world, which originally was slotted for Vegas, but they moved it to Germany, the home of Ravensburger Puzzles. Wow. So they drew this uh, over the weekend. Who was going to be going there? And I said to Jeweler, I'm like, look, so the thing's in May. Um, it's Oh, yeah, and there's only like, I think, less than 400 members. So it's a one in 400 chance at That's going to- brilliant. You know, humble, humble. 60 bucks, throw my hat in the ring. Well, yeah, like, you you know, it's better chances than the MS Lottery and Lotto and all that. So I was like, let's go for it, you know. So I'm talking to Jeweler about, it. she's getting excited. Like, with ne- Germany is not on my radar of travel destinations. It's just It just hasn't been. Not even if it's the home of what puzzles? Ravensburger. Yeah. And so I just it just hasn't ever been on my radar. But we're researching. Well, Julia's researching and then telling me about like all the things to do in Germany, the food to enjoy, the things to see. And I'm like, I think she thinks that we've already won this. Like this is like she's getting weirdly. I do about every it. time Russ tells me he's bought a lotto ticket, I've already spent it. Yeah, like that's Julia does the same thing, where she's just like, So would it be weird if we kept the money for ourselves, but then we have my mum out a little bit? I was like, We haven't even won yet. What are you talking about? So she's already planning this holiday. She's like, Yeah, I could get May off, I think, and we didn't win. <laughs> oh. We didn't win. I was excited for you guys. Oh, that's disappointing because I was thinking of the pretzels. I was thinking of the keychains he would have brought me back. It was. Damn. It was like with, with the, they did the announcement and Julia's like it, she it was like devastating for her. <laughs> it was like she receives some bad news. You know what like, you need to do now. You need to take no, her to Germany. Ta- you owe no. her a trip to Germany. Uh, you cannot not. tell a girl that she has the potential to go to Germany, then rip it away no, from but her. Here's the thing. She never did because I wouldn't have taken her anyway. You were my ally in the puzzle competition. What? We've got to go there and so get 69 in Germany. So you took this away from me? You, well, no, Julia tried to. <laughs> I don't know who I'm angry at right now. The pu- All I know is someone <laughs> owes me a trip to Germany. It's the Australian Jigsaw Puzzle Association. You can get angry at them. Who won out of curiosity? Um, this lovely girl that actually came number one in New South Wales for the oh, puzzle so- competition. Yeah. what? Horrible person. I hate her. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, I want to talk about something that's not really a new concept online, but it's something that's just, I guess, kind of becoming more and more relevant to people to the point where it's kind of people are putting a lot of weight into it. And that is 
hard lip fillers. <laughs> Sorry, no. <laughs> that is hard and soft launches online. So basically, what this is, if you're not familiar, is say you're in a new relationship. Yep. You can do a soft launch, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is like where you kind of that, for instance, would be a post where you're holding someone's hand but not yep. revealing their identity. Or you can just do a hard launch where maybe you're hashtagging true love, you're tagging the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, it's interesting this because I feel like people are getting too ridiculous with it. Like they're acting like they're Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman Mm -hmm. announcing their divorce to the world. Yeah. As if everyone has some sort of buy into it. You say that, but I've seen you in the office with people like relationships and like you've kind of been like, oh, I didn't know this. And then all of a sudden. You're sharing that and it's like, okay. But what I mean is it seems like now there's a whole team of people behind these posts and it's just they everyday people. should be people. some of the ones I've seen, to be honest. But you they know would, what a I team mean? would be very helpful. But the other day I'm scrolling and a girl I went to high school with, mm-hmm. a black and white hand-holding photo, hashtag soft launch, more details to come, dot, dot, dot. Honey. Yeah, that's a bit much. You know what I mean? Because I take away from that is like, oh, you found someone to help you cross the street. Apart (laughs) from people coming to get a haircut from you, you're not really going to captivate a huge audience waiting for those details. And anyone that's close enough to you should have those details. Like, who are you putting this kind of shroud of secrecy out to? Says the radio announcer who's talking about it right now across the whole state. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That's true. But you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's this thing where, like, People are kind of almost taking on this celebrity-esque approach well, to social media where everything yeah. in their life has to be this big PR opportunity. And I don't want to poo-poo on anyone that makes announcements online because I actually, I, I'm actually here for when people share exciting news online. That is not my issue. My issue is when they they almost breadcrumb us. Like it's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's like I'm the Daily Mail waiting for a scoop, you know? Like just tell us. This is when the you're thing. ready. Like it's like that classic phrase where it's like you're special, but so is everyone else. That's what I mean. Like and that's the same thing. Where does it They're, begin and end? You're a celebrity, but so is everyone else. That's social media, baby. I know. I remember but... what Ed Sheeran didn't just leave it for a half a minute, <laughs> I reckon, because it's starting to get a bit lot, like a lot, you know. Yeah. Also, can you soft launch like a baby announcement? Can you just be like people do soft launch babies <laughs> when they do like the little the little feet, but they haven't revealed the the gender of the baby yet or the name or anything. And just to put a bow on it, do people soft launch because they're afraid of the blowback with the hard launch? You know, like say like they're dating no, someone I that could be a bit like just douchey. milking it literally. Maybe, but also like maybe they're like, oh god, are they going to really like this decision? So they're like, ah, something's coming, guys. And like, geez, I hope they don't hate that. I would love to see someone do it with a divorce. A soft launch and a divorce. Like maybe like a, honest, a ring in a toilet. If you're following <laughs> most socials, you go, you can tell. You go, oh, they're not the, together in photos anymore. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen them. Again. Yeah, I think you can only tell. Here, <laughs> yeah, breakfast with Alan and Carly, and joining us now is psychic Alison Maiden. Good morning. Good morning. How are we? Well, I don't good. know. How are we? You know better than I do. <laughs> I'm wonderful today. I think you guys are wonderful all the oh, time, aren't you? Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you told me that, Alison. Yeah, <laughs> now I, I can rest easier. Um, but Alison, <laughs> um, before we get into this comment, I just wanted to touch on something. I'm actually inspired by my shirt I'm wearing today, uh, mm-hmm. covered in suns. I was thinking about this. Oh. We always talk about the moon doing things and it affecting us, you know, with, with astronomy signs and things like that. What about the sun? If the sun's doing something, is that as significant as the moon? Well, it is in different ways. I mean, clearly we need the sun. It keeps us alive, so that's that's the first thing. But secondly, it's um, it does actually release these things called solar flares, and people often talk about this stuff as being, oh, yeah, it happens all the time. 
but there's different classes and sometimes they can be really, really strong. And they're not normally talked about on the news, but there was a big solar flare that wiped out most of India's um, internet That's a few right, months yeah. ago. So it does affect spiritual people a lot. Like, you know, we can get like migraines, headaches, really feel heavy and out of sorts if there's a lot of solar flares going on because it's about the magnetic field of the earth and yeah. how it affects it. I get um, migraines and headaches from looking at Carly's shirt, if I'm being honest, that she refers to. <laughs> it's certainly... I like that. So now we can blame. I'm just having a solar flare up. Don't mind me. I, I'm actually surprised, Alison, you can even hear us over how loud Carly's shirt is, oh, to be honest with you. Sure. You would like it, Alton. It looks like something you would uh, read tarot on. Yeah. Tablecloth. Tablecloth. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, let's quickly touch. I've seen this in the news as well this week. Uh, this green comet. It's meant to pass over. Mm. Uh, I think it's Thursday uh, tomorrow. So uh, what's mm-hmm. the deal with this? Should I be scared? Um, well, not unless you're going to resist change there, Alan, which oh, we know I that sometimes it. you do. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly do. Hence um, my fashion choice today, Alan. No, you, you, you definitely should change. I agree with that one. <laughs> So, this, so, one's, this one's a good one. It's all about rebirth and new things happening. And look, about bloody time, you know. Our, <laughs> planet, our planet's in a mess right now. We need some rebirthing going on. Just like Lisa so, said, uh, about yeah. damn time. About damn yeah, time. Yeah, it is going to um, take place over actually quite a few nights. So between the 6th and the 22nd, we should be able to see it in Australia. Wow. Provided okay. that the night sky is clear. And it's the green one, so it's all heart chakra. It's all balanced around emotions. Oh, what are they? <laughs> <laughs> You'll so, see. <laughs> so when does the change take place? Once it's left or while it's there? No, it was actually happening now. It's bringing it in. And so interesting, is it? Do you remember that old song, uh, Age of Aquarius? You probably won't. Yeah, absolutely. Age you of do? Aquarius. Yeah, I could find the song, but I decided to sing it instead. Stand by it. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you had the exact same tone that I had when Carly walked in this morning with that shirt. <laughs> The sun is currently in Aquarius and we have the, the herald of the comet coming through. So I think that's quite cool. So it's literally that song. It's like the... Um... Well, yeah, the Age of Aquarius is meant to be started. People, there's different sort of, um, you know, opinions on that, but it did meant, it was meant to start in 12, 2012. But it's actually like really coming into play now with um, everybody getting a lot more sort of on board with spiritual stuff and in, in their heart centre. There you go. Yeah. I feel like this really fits my vibe today with my shirt. Just don't go dancing around naked in the studio, you two. Uh, Don't don't tell us twice. Uh, (laughs) I was thinking 40-year virgin when I hear this song. This is a song at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alison, now we're going to get some uh, listeners on, answer their questions. Um, Mm -hmm. I ask it every day, but do you want questions maybe about change or something, I guess, would be a kind of good way to tie it in. Sure, I mean, it would be sort of appropriate, but whatever they want to ask is cool, you know. Or even what your favourite song is from The Fifth Dimension, who sing that song. There's a question they could ask you as well. (laughs) I'm just saying, the options are there. 131060, if you've got a question for psychic Alison Maiden, we're going to take them. Leads kicks us off from Bunbury. What is your question for psychic Alison Maiden? Good good morning, guys. How are you going? Doing well. Sorry to startle you there. Sorry about that. (laughs) Um, I would like to know what my future holds financially. I'm working towards retirement. Will I retire financially okay? And will I move to Perth? Interesting. Um, Alison, would you like me to answer this one? (laughs) No, oh, well, no, I don't want you to ask for any of them, Alison. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I, there is yes. interest rate rise. Ah, uh, there, there it is. That's 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 all you need to know. No, Alison, you you can take care of it, Alison. Insider information. Okay, Lee. <laughs> now, 
you've got, Dylan, you have got a little bit of a struggle, I've got to tell you. It's got a little bit of a struggle. So what they're telling me here is within the next four years, you're then going to be fine. But it's just like it's you're not quite hitting the home run yet um, mm -hmm. and your move will definitely happen. But I see you very, very happy and settled by five years. So it could it could sort of blow out a little bit as far as your timing goes. But mm -hmm. they are also telling me there's a windfall for you after that. So after your move, there will be a windfall for you, which means that you're going to get money from an unknown source. So play the lotto, darling. And oh, um, and then it does look like things are much, much better in your household. I reckon it's so the new house you get in Perth is going to have money in the walls. So start ripping them apart when you get to Perth. <laughs> what do you think? That's what a good an idea. imagination, this man. I'm has. just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just trying. I'm putting <laughs> what you're saying. Let's don't rule out the floorboards. Yeah, you're right, Carly. The floorboards. Yeah. You're right. I was very impractical. Uh, <laughs> the floorboards. Uh, let's go to Damo in Kirup. Your question for Psychic Alison Maiden. Yes, very quick one, um, Alison. Someone told me once that if you see a ghost picking something off the ground, it means you are coming into money. And I saw oh. such an event in my hallway about three months ago. Oh. And I want to know if there's any truth behind it. My goodness. Well, I, to be honest with you, Dame, I've never heard that one in all of my 42 years doing this. Um, but look, I'll go with it for you. Yes. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> if they're it picking is, up money, maybe it's actually yeah, coming up a big that's what I was told. I saw it, it was picking something up off the ground, and as soon as it realised I saw it, it just disappeared very, very quickly. Um, well, why are you being well, so casual hilarious. about this? Yeah, I agree. Carly, you've got to, you've got to honestly. This this fella's got a big lump sum of money coming up in his cards here. I really? would say that ghost is a hundred percent right. Damo, you get on those lotto tickets, mate, and remember your friends. <laughs> <laughs> or, or don't, Damo. That's on you. Uh, let's wrap it up. We've got Amanda on the line from Albany. Your question for Psychic Alison Maiden. Good morning, everybody. Morning. Um, hi. I was just wondering. I've got my seventeen-year-old daughter um, living with me for the year. She was at boarding school last year. And I was just wondering what was going to ha is this year going to be a really good year for me and her to bond and everything and have yeah. a good year together? Uh, sweetheart, I can feel that she's still healing a little bit and that she yeah. needs to sort of have about six months of that. Yeah. She's, she did actually suffer some bullying or people were really um, getting on her case. And oh, this is... This is a, like the treachery is in the past, so I'm so happy to say that she's got choices that she needs to leave that stuff behind and move forward, you know, and heal from it and don't hang on to the victim stuff, right? The next yeah. stage for her will then be really good. And I do feel her getting a little job which is really going to boost her confidence. Um, and I see her working in, a, in an office environment amongst other people that are going to help her. So don't worry about her. She's going to be all right. And you're a great mum and you're doing a really mm -hmm. good job, okay? Yeah. Okay. Are we going to be moving back to where where she was before or are we just going to stay in Albany, do you know? I do feel a move for you, but it's going to be delayed a little bit. And um, yep. to be honest, she's going to meet a fella. Oh. <laughs> and that's going yep. to change some plans, okay? So, yep. yeah. I'll look out for yep. that one, Amanda. Well, thank you, everyone, for your calls. More information on Alison Maiden, the website, alisonmaiden.com. And a pleasure as always, Alison. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you next week. That was the Alan and Carly podcast.